However, I know that there can also be an emotional toll or anxiousness that we as moms are carrying and bringing back just with the baggage that we have to unload and do the laundry from. And that's dealing with this lack of neutrality that we often feel because on vacation, our kids may have had a lifetime supply of snow cones. When we return home, we're trying to find what's that balance into what feels balanced. And oftentimes, especially if we've been raised with some of the messages that come from diet culture, we feel that neutrality is rather keeping it in balance of if we ate a lot of quote unquote unhealthy foods or things that we find or perceive as kind of junk foods on vacation, we almost feel that we need to offset it with an excessive emphasis on healthier food options once we return home so that the negatives and the pluses even each other out. And that's just not the message that we want to be sending our kids. Hey mama, I'm Ashley and welcome to the veggies and virtue podcast. In this podcast, you will find simple menu ideas, kitchen organizational systems spelled out for mom life and feeding tips and tricks that are both evidence-based and grace-laced. I believe that you can find flexibility when it comes to feeding your family so that you can feel calm, capable, and connected in the kitchen. As a registered dietitian and Christian mom of three myself, I want you to break free from the mealtime battles and to feel equipped while feeding your kids all day long. Pull up a stool at my kitchen counter and let me pour you a cup of coffee and say a quick prayer for you. It's time to chat about the mealtimes, messes, moments, and ministry of motherhood. As we jump into the summer months, I know whether your kids are already on summer break or you're just kind of gearing up for summer break, something that so many families that I work with struggle with is how do we resume normal after we return from vacation? And not wanting to vilify any of the feeding behaviors or food environments that we find ourselves in while we're away from home or out of town, but also not wanting to necessarily continue some of those choices or behaviors or, you know, often a lack of routine that we may have in our schedule once we get back home. So kind of how do we weigh that balance of enjoying our time away with our kids and having that food freedom that I often talk about? But how do we also come back to home and get everyone back on what is our normal, healthy, balanced routine and a little bit more of a predictable pattern for the day to day? And so I want to give you four to do's that you can do when you return from vacation without repeating some of the phrases that I often hear coming out of diet culture. Those things like, oh, we need to be better or we cheated while we were away or we really fell off the tracks. Any of those kind of phrases that you may have grown up hearing or may even catch yourself now saying as a mom, those are some of the ways that we don't want to be responding to coming back from some of these vacations. Because whether it was a vacation from eating as healthfully as you usually choose to yourself or usually choose to offer it for your kids, it is okay for vacation to be a time where things are just a little different. The food choices are a little different. The schedule's a little different. The location is, of course, a little bit different. And those who you are around and the impact that has on your family's feeding environment is going to be different. What we want to remain neutral about and we, what we're going to talk about today is how we come back home and how we create and maintain some neutrality between the ways we talk about and treat food while we're away and those when we return home, even when the what, when, and where of our eating choices look very different. Before we jump into talking through those four things that I think are helpful to do when you return from vacation to kind of reset as a family, 
I first want to go ahead and read a recent review that came in on Apple Podcasts. The username eLingamFilter mentioned, so grateful, five stars. She shared, years ago, I read about children's nutrition in the Division of Responsibility, but since then, I honestly forgot what I had learned. Last week, I found Ashley's podcast and I'm so grateful for the reminder of these concepts. I feel a weight has been lifted off of me and there is more peace in my home around food already. I was wasting a lot of time pressuring my eight-year-old to eat certain foods. Now I'm focusing on having readily available nutrient-balanced foods to offer him, and it has created a much more easygoing environment. I also made a snack throw in my fridge, and within 24 hours, my children mostly stopped going to the pantry for snacks. It's so convenient, and I can see that they feel grown up when they go to the snack drawer and choose their own snack. This podcast is blessing me right in time for summer. Thank you, Ashley. Well, E. Lingamfelter, I just want to say thank you so much. Thank you for being a listener. I'm so glad to have you here and that you found my show. And I'm so thankful that as a new listener, you already have taken the time to leave me a review because these kinds of things truly bless me more than y'all know. Sometimes when I'm just talking into this microphone or hiding out in my closet, especially in these summer months when I too am juggling having kids home, it is helpful to know that this is valuable time spent. I always want to be prayerful and discerning of is this my best yes in the season I'm in as a mom, but also as a pediatric dietitian. And I wanna show up and serve each of you. And my hope and my goal and my prayer is that you do begin to feel, as you said, a much more easygoing feeding environment. And that some of these strategies that we talk about on the show are ones that you can instantly drag and drop into your own real life and see positive impacts and changes through. So I'm so thankful that this has not only impacted your family for good in a really short time, but very much thankful that you are willing to take your time to leave a review. If you've been a longtime listener or you are a new listener and you have never left a review on the Veggies and Virtue podcast, I just wanna ask that you may consider doing that. All you have to do is scroll down on Apple Podcasts, tap five stars to rate it, and then you can leave a short or a long review. I appreciate all the detail on this one, but really anything that you have to share that helps me know what is helpful for you, what content that you're using, and what you're seeing the most positive changes through is a great encouragement for me, but it also helps me know what kind of content I can continue to produce. So with that, I wanna go ahead and dive into the content for today's show. And that's talking about these four things that you can do as you return from vacation. As moms, I know that we wear a lot of different hats, especially when it comes to not only just getting our family ready to go on vacation, but also as we return from vacation, because there is the tactical and practical, of the laundry and the unpacking and the resituating of our physical environment when we return from vacation. And that'll be one of the things that I talk about. How do we return home from a vacation in the functional sense of having food in the home? However, I know that there can also be an emotional toll or anxiousness that we as moms are carrying and bringing back just with the baggage that we have to unload and do the laundry from. And that's dealing with this lack of neutrality that we often feel because on vacation, our kids may have had a lifetime supply of snow cones. When we return home, we're trying to find what's that balance into what feels balanced. And oftentimes, especially if we've been raised with some of the messages that come from diet culture, we feel that neutrality is rather keeping it in balance of if we ate a lot of quote unquote unhealthy foods, or things that we find or perceive as kind of junk foods on vacation, we almost feel that we need to offset it with an excessive emphasis on healthier food options once we return home so that the negatives and the pluses 
even each other out. And that's just not the message that we want to be sending our kids, especially when we have the opportunity to rewrite the way that our family looks at its relationship with food. So when we look at neutrality in the foods that we're offering and the way we approach our feeding environment as a family, we want to look at just getting back to neutral position. We want to look back at what is resuming normalcy look like. Not we need to make up for how we ate or how we acted when we were on vacation in attempts to balance it out, but how can we just get back to normal? And so I want to go through four things that I personally find really helpful and I have seen work effectively in my own home and with clients, both when I've been out of town and I've had someone else caring for our kids. Sometimes it's my husband and I traveling together. Sometimes it's just myself on a girl's trip or work retreat or something like that, that I'm returning home from. And I know kind of the rhythms and routines that I need to resume upon my own return. But it also can be when we take a full family vacation, as I know many families are doing right now amidst the summer months. And it's just when we all get back and we all refill the fridge. So you'll kind of see the context for either one pop up within each of the four of these. But I think the same four to do's can really apply to whatever situation you find yourself returning from. So the first thing that I think is a necessary item to do when you return from vacation, but also something that we can do without having to repeat some of the phrases from diet culture is to restock. This is where we're restocking the fridge, the freezer, the pantry. We're getting our kitchen reset for real life after being on vacation. And oftentimes when we have the messages from diet culture repeating through our head, especially after a time of being away and our kids might have been eating differently in the care of someone else or when our whole family has been away, we can almost swing to the opposite extreme when we return home and we begin restocking the fridge, the pantry and the freezer because we go a little too extreme where it's like, well, maybe we shouldn't refill the house with any sort of our kids preferred snack foods. Or maybe we should restock only fruits and vegetables, but no prepackaged items. And we kind of just swing to this other extreme. And we want to think of how are we reinforcing healthy eating habits for our kids? Because if we are doing this one extreme to the other, swing back and forth, we are modeling to our kids some of those extreme reactions from when we eat this way, we have to compensate that way. And when we eat this way, we might cheat and swing the other way. Doing this doesn't reinforce food freedom, that there is range and that there is a variety of ways that we can achieve a healthy lifestyle, sometimes on vacation, sometimes at home, sometimes including other foods and sometimes eating the same foods. So we want to see what is that normal range for our family and restock accordingly. So these are kind of the add to cart items that you would have on a reoccurring basis. Just resume normal. Go and restock the foods that you know help you fuel your family effectively and efficiently. And as you do so, especially if say you are returning from being home as a family and the fridge is rather barren, this is the perfect time to wipe out the fridge. I'm one of the few freaks of nature who probably loves cleaning out a fridge and giving it a good deep clean. But if you're not that type of person, this is the perfect blank canvas to begin with. So it's already clean. It's already empty of the groceries. Wipe it down before you restock it and then begin working through some of the concepts that I share within the Mealtimes Made Easy method 
in the reset module where we reset our family for success. And so this is where you're looking at the different zones of your fridge. If you've never set up a kid-friendly snack drawer, this would be an opportune time to be restocking your fridge and to be restocking a snack drawer because if the fridge is already kind of bare, you can allocate an area of the fridge to have as the zone for where you are going to restock snack options that can be healthy choices in the days and weeks to come. The second thing I want you to do as you return from vacation is to reschedule. Whether you were on vacation and had some semblance of normalcy with snacks or meals and bedtime and things like that, or you saw your schedule completely off, especially if you were vacationing with other people who maybe do have a different schedule or routine than you do, the second thing that can be really important is to look at your schedule and look at how you can reschedule your routine. So this is where we're looking at what are the normal kind of time blocks for meals? What makes the most sense for where we're inserting in snacks into our day? This helps us to close the kitchen in between meals and snacks and to kind of minimize some of that grazing that can often happen when we're just sitting on a lawn chair or at the beach and just kind of snacking as desired or allowing our kids to just kind of help themselves to whatever, that's fine sometimes on vacation and it can work for families. However, when we get back to home, we want to get back to our routine as well. And part of that is reestablishing some of those rhythms and routines around meals and snacks. This also helps us to reevaluate is the schedule that we had before vacation still conducive with what we have now. A lot of families, if you're vacationing at the beginning of your summer, and that was kind of the bridge between being with your kids, having some sort of school schedule, and now being at home for summer, it's a perfect opportunity to reset and to reschedule and to look at what is our schedule looking like in the coming days and weeks. Routines may shift as you get into summer, and it's important to really reschedule the way that meals and snacks flow with your day-to-day -day as you look at the new routine moving forward. The third thing that can be really helpful to do as you get home without perpetuating some of those messages of diet culture or just extremes in the feeding environment is to resume family meals and regular routine snacks. So I want you to resume what you were doing before. If you weren't offering family style, that's okay. That's another episode for another day. But what I do want you to resume is one meal for the whole family. And maybe in the summertime, this looks different if you're not all eating breakfast or lunches together. But usually for many of the families that I work with, at least one of the meals tends to be the family meal. It doesn't have to be dinner, but I'm gonna go with that just for argument's sake here. Because oftentimes when we're on vacation, we find ourselves eating out a lot more or kind of eating potluck style or kids are maybe having one thing, adults are having a separate thing. And there's a lot more each their own. And when we get back home, that can be a little bit harder to come back off of because our kids were just getting the chance to order whatever they wanted each night. If say you found yourself eating out at restaurants and then ordering off say the kids menu or something like that. So this is where we wanna resume family meals. That there's always a preferred food being offered, that you're following something like a Love It Like It Learning It framework, but that you can resume some of these regular family meals and snacks that include preferred options, but aren't necessarily made up entirely of only your child's favorite foods. The fourth and final thing that I want you to do as you return from vacation is to reflect. Because depending on how familiar with the division of responsibility and feeding or this kind of responsive feeding approach you are as a parent, 
you may have identified that the first three R's that I shared with you for when you return from vacation, being to restock, reschedule, and resume, really address the what, the when, and the where of feeding. That is your job as the parent. That is what you get to be in charge of. However, the fourth and final R I want you to think about is reflecting. Because as parents, we don't get to control if, whether, and how much our kids eat. That is something that we want to equip them in. We want them to gain eating competence in so that they have the competence to decide if, whether, and how much they eat of a given food, both when we're on vacation and eating maybe differently than we normally do, and when they're at home and they are fueling up on those foods that have been restocked and they're back on the normal routine and schedule and that they are resuming family meals, they still have that power to choose if, whether, and how much they're eating. And so the fourth and final thing I want you as the parent to do is to reflect because so often we can find ourselves and our own natural response as parents when we return from vacation to be one extreme. Some of those things that I mentioned at the beginning that often come from our own relationship with food, sometimes for better and sometimes for worse. And so as you reflect, you can see what are aspects of my own relationship with food that are coming forward as we return from vacation? Am I finding myself wrestling with guilt or shame over how we ate or maybe a lack of exercise or an increased you know, snacking or more ice cream trips than usual, whatever it might be that feels triggering for you, I want you to reflect on that because that's not something we wanna be projecting on our kids. Something I'll often share with families specifically in presentations is we wanna look at how are we protecting their innocence and not projecting our insecurities. I'll say that again, think about how you can protect your child's innocence and not project your own insecurity as it comes to food and your relationship with the foods that you're eating both at home and on vacation. Because as you reflect on some of these aspects that are making you anxious about, you know, the, the first three steps that we talked about, about the restocking, you may be anxious about, well, my kid's not going to want this because they loved all the, you know, foods we had on vacation. And now we're just going back to this. And how do I offer these foods with food neutrality and not elevating these as healthy and, you know, putting down all the things we ate on vacation? You may find yourself feeling really unsettled about getting back to rescheduling what a new routine looks like when you get home and closing the kitchen in between meals and snacks or how to put some structure around their grazing or how to respond when they're constantly asking for things outside of a given eating opportunity. If those are the things that are causing you anxiousness. It's important for you to be reflecting on that so you can identify what part of your role needs to further develop because it's not something you necessarily need to respond to right then and there, and that's something you even need to speak to, especially as you return from vacation, but rather it might be something that you personally need to reflect on and you need to develop some eating competency on yourself so that you can move forward role modeling a healthy relationship with food for your child, but also reflecting that to them when they have questions or when challenges come up as you try and get back into your regular rhythms and routines. The last aspect of reflection that I wanna encourage you to do as you return from vacation is reflect back on how the vacation was. See if there was anything that felt triggering to you and to your own relationship with food or to your child and their relationship with food. 
Because oftentimes as parents, we don't know how to respond in certain situations. And while the day-to-day at home may be a little bit more predictable and we can kind of anticipate some of the patterns that happen, whether it be with picky eating or overeating or whatever your concern might be for your child, we also can reflect back and see these are some of the things that happened while we were away that created a stirring in me that I'm uncomfortable with. I was uncomfortable with the amount of XYZ that my child ate. I was really anxious when my child didn't eat what was offered and my, you know, the response that my parents or my family had to my child or the unspoken response that they maybe kind of exhibited towards our family. Reflect back on any of those moments of vacation. It might be something that in the moment stuck with you. It might be something that you didn't even realize stirred up real anxiousness for you that you can better reflect on and better identify the issues behind so that you know moving forward how you could address that situation differently. Because oftentimes on a day-to-day, we see some of these patterns and these habits repeat with our kids. We can kind of describe to one another what our child's feeding temperament is like on the day-to-day. But when we go on vacation, we can often also reflect on what are some of the trends that we see in this type of feeding environment or on this type of vacation or when we are away with this given group of people. And we can begin to use some of that to develop our own eating competence as a parent, but also in our kids because we can think next time we take a trip or next time we find ourselves in this kind of vacationing scenario, how can we approach it differently so that trip after trip, vacation after vacation, and each time we return home, we can continue to develop some of those skills that help us feel more secure in our family's relationship with food, but also that help us to foster a healthier relationship with food at home and when we're away. So as we wrap up, I just want to repeat four things that I think can be really helpful for you as a parent as you return from vacation. We can look at restocking with the foods that we know are going to help us fuel our family moving forward. We can reschedule the rhythms and routines that are going to help our family have regular meals and snacks and promote appetite regulation. Third, we can resume family meals and snacks and following a love it like it learning it framework. And fourth and finally, I want you to think about how you can reflect on both what happened while you were away, but also some of the concerns you have in coming home so that those challenges don't continue to repeat themselves anytime the situation or the scenario does repeat itself in the future. I hope that whether you are preparing for a trip or just returning from a trip that this episode will be one that you can save for future reference and continue to revisit each and every time you're returning home and find yourself needing to reset. 